What's up, world? This is We Need a Fifth. Your man Mo. Got my man Hill in the building. Yo. He on the line. Fellas, fellas. It's the week after the um, Super Bowl. Um, Patrick Mahomes was able to bring it home for the um, Kansas City Chiefs. Were you guys able to see the Super Bowl? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, just want to ask, hey, does this solidify Patrick Mahomes' resume as, as hey, a contender for greatest of all time? Yeah, I, uh, I've heard people say it. I kind of agree with them. He could walk away tomorrow. He's top three. Mm. Wow. Oh, top three already. You got to pass Montana and um, Bradshaw and... Oh, no, no. He, he, he said Montana, L.A., him. Wow. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no Brady, <laughs> Brady, Montana, and then Mahomes. <laughs> but you you can make an argument for Elway though, because Elway has two. Yeah. But I actually saw Elway get get his two. Terrell Davis was the best player on that team, so yeah. I'll go Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What does this? What does the L do for your man Jalen Hurts? Man? Nothing. He threw up for over three hundred yards. Had yeah. four touchdowns. Three touchdowns, four hundred yards. I mean, 300 yards, three touchdowns, at a costly turnover, but nothing yes. gave him experience. I thought he played a wonderful game. Yeah, I, I think he, to me, the conversation was like Herbert, may, maybe Herbert for some, Josh Allen and Burrow. To me, Jalen Hurts has to be mentioned. Like, he's right there now. Right. Like he, right. So, this doesn't, to me, this doesn't tarnish anything. Like, I, I saw him play. He's really good. He's just not better than Mahomes right now. Actually, leap, actually leapfrog a couple of those guys you name. You know, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. And he'll showing up. It's time he gets his due respect. So yeah, yeah. there's only one other. Um, the only other quarterback was in the Super Bowl is Mahomes. So I'm, I'm yeah. with it. Whoever's going to rank Jalen Hurts, I think he's deserving. Where do you guys um, rank Andy Reid as a coach at this point? I, I would say one of the best. I mean, I don't know. Like numbers, going to say t- top ten. Yes, he, he has two. Definitely, I would say. And maybe top two offensive minds ever behind maybe Walsh. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's he's um he's kind of like Dan, to use a uh, basketball now. She's kind of like Dan Tony, but he wins. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't think he really cares too much about the defensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? But offensively, like you said, his offensive mind is just uh, unparalleled by most. You know what I mean? I mean, you take Tyree Hill out the mix, which is a major you know downfield weapon, and knowing that teams are just going to scheme. Um, on on um, on Kelsey, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's just plug in receiver here, running back here. Now you know of Isaiah Pacheco, you know what I'm saying. Now, uh, what you call him gets his shot again. Schuster. I mean, all these players just plug in, and it's just a scheme of how how they have it. Knowing that they might have limited possessions in the second half, which they did, and scoring every time that they got him, which was like what four, four times. Mm-hmm. It's just a masterpiece. Imagine, you know what I'm saying? It's finally Andy. Andy gets you know to show himself in 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 in, in true form. That first one that he got was a eh, little sketchy. This time they made the most out of each possession, which was very impressive. On a bum leg, Mahomes. What do you 
what are your guys' thoughts on um, Eric being enemy? Um, I hear he's making a lateral move, or at least that's what they're calling it at this point. Well, he was um, offered what? You mean at Washington? To Washington Commanders. He, he's going to be the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Did he take it yet? Or he? I know it's offered. I, I think I think I think he's I think unless I saw the unless I saw it was like close to close to an agreement whatever that means but um I I think there's something that I'm not seeing or I'm not privy to like I don't understand why he's not that head coach anything less than a head coach would be a bad move in my my eyes but no I think the going excuse right now Pete is that now um. Andy Reid, the offensive genius, calls all the plays. So Eric B. Enemy as an offensive coordinator, what do you really do for the Kansas City Chiefs? And That's I basically he, the, I, the excuse right, that they use. Right, and I think everybody on this panel knows that's BS. Yeah. <laughs> Racist BS, to be honest. Call it what it is. Um, yeah. Right, so, and, and then he's going to go to a place where they just – Circulate three quarterbacks over a season. I mean, who's going to go? He's going to go to the one team in the NFL that is the picture book of dysfunctionality on every level. But I don't know. (laughs) But why would he go anyways? Let's. All right, he he has three quarterbacks that they don't know which one they're going to use. Let's just say they stay with Heineken. Mm -hmm. The team's going to probably get sold next year, and Mm -hmm. when you get a new new management. They're not obligated to keep Eric Bieniemy. Why would you do that? Right. They, they want their, they want, not, when you get what, a new owner, they want their own your people want, in. I want my guy, my people. Right. Yeah. I, I don't I, understand the move in general. I mean, I, I'm with you. It's it's like I yeah. said. Um, I maybe I'm I'm missing something. I, I have to be missing something. Like, I, if he can't get a head coaching job right now, I would stay at Kansas City. Andy Reid. It just makes sense. I mean, you're gonna uh, keep him and. Mahomes keep learning in years the minimum. And to be honest, I don't even think it's learning. It's just wait, waiting, waiting, waiting for the opportunity. Because you know, of course, you always could get better. But I mean, come on, he's he's ready. If not, if even if he's not ready, he should have he should have an opportunity to show that he's not ready. Absolutely, <laughs> so, right. like, it's ridiculous. All right, fellas, uh, enough about the NFL. Potential NFL. Let's get back to to the real sport out there that we all love and and can't get enough of, and that'd be basketball. The NBA starts its all-star festivities this weekend, and last night they had the three-point contest, the skills contest, and the um, slam dunk contest. Um, First of all, did you guys get to see any of those? Absolutely not. Excuse me. Absolutely not. I, as wow. you can see, I'm under the weather, so I was able to watch all of it. Wow, wow. I saw a portion of the three-point contest, and I saw a portion of the skills contest, and I would, and I totally missed the dunk contest. Um, <laughs> you missed the best part this time. Missed, wow. or, avo- <laughs> missed or avoided. You <laughs> know what? Wow. I, when I turned to the three-point contest, Unfortunately for me, Julius Randle was shooting. I don't know why he was in the three-point contest. I don't consider him a three-point shooter. 
Um, but he was shooting, and he wasn't doing a good job at it. I think he hit, what, 13 hill? Eight, eight or 13 or something like that? Um, and and that kind of made me change the channel right away. You know how I am about these Knicks. They, they really, woo. <laughs> okay. Well, they were heavily deep into the skills challenge, and they were into the slam dunk contest as well. So there was New mm. York representation. Um, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Because Randall, I don't know if he's the best shooter on this team, but apparently he has confidence in taking the three. So yeah. that's not what we're here for. It, it, thank God Dane Willard shined. And he took it down. And, and 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 this is the last. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the New York Knicks hate parade, but um the best shot of this uh, of the evening was after Julius Randle sh- shoots, and his son says, "Ugh, Dad, what was that?" And they showed his son's face. He was he was equally disgusted, just as disgusted as I was by his dad's performance. I thought that was particularly touching. I, I, yeah, best shot of the night. Shameless too, I think. When you have, unless there, unless there are any props like, unless there are any Kenyon's dad or anything of that nature. Shameless for the plugs for the whole family. Oh. I think the children should be in the seats, maybe two rows back. They're on the court. Shameless plugs. <laughs> I mean, want me to grab? That adds to that adds at least another point when you bring your pops on the, on the court, right? That I don't mind. That I don't mind. They're older, but the whole the children factor of it is, yeah. Oh, not not, not, not here not for the kids, huh? No, I'm like, no, these guys up here cheering, which I enjoy. I enjoy the whole cheering and and, and this whole spectacle of it. Just the holding the children in the front row and everybody's bumping to each other. I'm like, yeah, kids can stay in the back. Gotcha, gotcha. Unless it's not, unless it's not like, you know, I've I've seen certain games back in you know previous times where kids played a part in people having coming up to the bench and old school NBA and some kids I don't see that all the time with the NBA. Mm-hmm. And and all star game festivities, it's just maybe that's the reason. Maybe it's just the whole they want to have that feel. That whole family, you know, and he'll, because- I don't know. Because you were able to watch, right? Whenever I turned to this, it seemed like they were shooting terribly. Like it, it seemed like you had a, a, a couple of um strings of bad shooting being displayed, especially during the skills challenge and whatnot. Um, Am I bugging or did you see that too? Well, no, Halliburton actually surprised me. He shot the ball well in the first span. I, I can't stand his release. Mm. Oh, it's ugly. Yeah, yeah it's ugly. It's ugly. It's, uh, yeah, no, I it's can't stand release. It's, it's unconventional. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what it, to say the least. Uh, Markinen has a great release. He was just off, but he has um, uh, great rotation, great form. Um, and so does uh, my guy from uh, Sacramento. Is it Buddy, Buddy, Buddy Hill? Was on the Hawks. No. Oh, Buddy uh, Hill was in Indiana. The but, Red Rocket. Herter? Yes, Herter. Herter. He had great form, too, and he came up short as well. But um, a- 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 your boy Hero came up. Hero 
Hero came out short too, right? Who? Tyler Hero? Yes. Hero is more streaky than pure form Hero. I mean, Hero can, Hero's one you can say can shoot it, but it's more streaky. Like Jalen, I'm not Jalen, excuse me. Um, Tatum has shot the ball much better. Mm. He had 21 points in his first ring, and Dame knocked out Herder and him. Mm. But but Dame is more so like the actual the 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 bonus ball are pretty much standard shots for Dame Lillard. That's that's meant for him. So that's why I mm. thought that he would actually edge out and win this uh, competition. Let me ask you this. All right, let's go skills challenge. Skills challenge. Hometown heroes, Utah Jazz. They played a part. They won it. Uh, I thought it'd probably be some biased sports, but you can't because it was just naturally a skill challenge. But hats off to Utah for winning it. Mm. Skills, the, the, the skills challenge. This is this is where we at. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do it in the game. Let's talk about what we what we're hearing about all day today. Um, the dunk contest. I hear it was one of the best dunk contests in a couple of years. What are your thoughts on that, Hill? In, in, in a couple of years, yes, because the last couple of years have been bad prior up prior to uh, Levine and Gordon. Mm. I think though that's it, this has been the best since. I mean, this wasn't the greatest, but it's been putrid. Okay. Since then. So Matt Matt McClellan brought some excitement to this um, dunk contest. I think uh, more so, people were actually making their dunks. You know what I mean? Okay. I thought Kenny Martin <laughs> Jr. You know what I'm saying? I thought, yeah, no, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. I thought the judging was a little questionable mm. on some of their better dunks, but it kind of found a way to even itself out, which was weird because their worst dunks were what their better dunks should have got. So it, was, it, it just made sense in the end, if that kind of makes any sense. Um, so the scores weren't that bad. It just seems like the judge were off on the actual dunks, which they should have been given good scores on. But they made up for it for the bad dunks, which you know they made up for it. So all in all, now, I let, had a good night. Now, let me ask you this. So, right. um, Matt McClung won. Right. I think he he just signed a two way contract with the seventy sixes like a week or so ago. Okay. Um, do you think the NBA should start trying to attract more professional dunkers, guys who are on YouTube, maybe on on Instagram, dunking, getting a million, two million views because they're able to you know attract the crowd because the of their ability to dunk. Do you think the NBA should make a more concerted effort to invite these guys to this dunk competition and make it, hey, uh, NBA versus the world type of thing, where, hey, uh, we invite people to come in and show their, their ability, and whoever wins gets the prize? Yeah, I think you probably get the better dunks from those guys, to be fair, because I think yeah. – our litmus test of the NBA guys of what they do on, on the court. You know what I'm saying? They, mm-hmm. tend, you know, they they do it in games. So I think the, all these guys who we think are really great dunkers, like John Morant, you know what I'm saying? These are in-game dunks that these guys are doing. Mm-hmm. These YouTubers, are just that's just what they do on empty court. So just for excitement, I, I mean, I would prefer to watch the best dunkers 
um, do it because the guys that are doing it in game just doesn't seem to correlate to, you know, in game dunks. I think their dunks are way more exciting because they're actually happening at the highest level. You know what I mean? Josh dunking on people, LeBron's dunking on people. And I'm saying in LeBron's power dunks, I don't know what get the same feel like like Neek. I think Neek's dunks, Neek's 50s to me were in game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like dunking on people was like, I, I've, I've seen his best stuff playing against people. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. was a tremendous dunker in, in dunk contest for sure. But people's best dunks have been in games. And these other people aren't dunking, or they're just dunking on YouTube. Per se, and I would rather see them do that because that's what they do. Per se, but does doesn't that speak to a, a larger issue that NBA has in, in that it's great in game dunkers like John Moran, like LeBron James, um, like a Zion Williamson, um, they never come to the NBA dunk contest at least in the last couple of years. Um, you, you have a. a a league that can't get its best performers in game dunkers to your to, to your point to come right. to the dunk contest and compete. Whereas before in Jordan's era, Michael Jordan, hey, I'm gonna compete not only once, twice, <laughs> you know, three times. Right. Um where we can't get these great in game dunkers to compete one time for a dunk contest. But because I think creativity is spontaneous when they play right? mm-hmm. So, like, a Vince Carter dunk is, or a LeBron dunk is sort of actually happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. These YouTubers might not get a chance to get that unless it's a leaked out dunk where you're able to see them do a 360. So they have to make these videos. Nine times out of ten, they might not even be playing or good enough to, to pull these feats off unless mm-hmm. it's staged. But these players that are doing it are doing it in live time. And then you're getting those best dunks. So them doing it when, without it, I don't know if the creativity is there because the creativity for them, at least from my standpoint, it's just in. It's just it's, it's natural. It's in game. Let me decide to change it to my left or or windmill it, and it's it's like actually happening. Mm-hmm. So these other guys that I'm seeing doing it are just literally having a camera down and they're saying, "Just look at my creativity," and they can't pull it off in an actual game. So. It's, a, it's 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 better for them, and I would rather see them because that's their job, having a camera down and then bringing up creativity with props and things of that nature as opposed to a regular play where you say, all right, Nate Short or Desmond Mason. Not, like, these people are not known for doing it in-game. That's why it makes it so, you know, special, I guess, for me to, to, to watch it that way. So I'd rather watch somebody who's usually doing it and it's just known that that you know what I'm saying that that's what you're gonna get in these uh games. I probably don't want to see any NBA players do it actually. Mm, okay. Hey, where you at on this discussion right now, man? Do you think um that NBA has more of an issue of <laughs> not being able to get its great in-game dunkers to the competition? Or is it hey, the NBA needs to shift their marketing and, and say, hey. Let's just target great dunkers and invite them to our All Star Weekend to compete. When you say great dunkers, do you mean like non NBA players or yeah. include no. non NBA players? I, I I think maybe that against NBA players might be a thing, but overall, it's a showcase for the NBA. 
So it mm-hmm. wouldn't be in their best interest. You know, they, they much rather, and I understand that they're not into it, but they much rather showcase Zion, Ja, than some guy on YouTube because it, it doesn't serve any purpose for the NBA. Um, but I think overall, it's just not cool, right? Like this, the slam dunk contest, like John, if John and Zion enter it, for what? The, not the money, not the fame. So what's the point? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, like you were saying earlier, like when Jordan and Dominique was doing it, it was, it was, it was still fairly new. You know what I mean? They're young players trying to get their name out there, whatever, whatever. But now it's kind of like, it's kind of like passe. Like, you know, after Jordan and Neek, Vince Carter, uh, like Hill was saying, um, Gordon and Zach Levine, it's kind of like, what else can you do? Mm-hmm. But I do, I, I would love to see Zion, Ja, and, you know, the, the top four young players that, you know, are excellent dunkers to be in it. But I just don't think that's that's realistic at this point. It's more like you say, like, a, the only reason why I'm saying get rid of it, because like you said, I think it's like it's beneath guys. So they're not yeah. going to do it. It's, it's it's like a credibility booster for those mid to low level NBA players. Like if I win this, I'll get some type of endorsement, you know, to bang them because I mean mm-hmm. Desmond Mason got a a big bump in it, and and um, the other guy from the Knicks, pick a Nick. Can can he Skywalker? Skywalker. Any other one? I mean, that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it could boost me up a little bit. I'm a slam dunk champion for mm-hmm. this, and I can run with it for a, little, a couple months and get some endorsements from it, hopefully. You know what I mean? So for regular people, it's just it's beneath them. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I really think they should have. I know, I know they're not, but, like, I haven't watched in years. <laughs> I have no interest in it. You know I mean? To me, at this point, the three-point contest would probably be more exciting because it's actually a skill. You know what I mean? Like, um, and they have better plays in it. Like you say, Dane won last night. You had um, marketing. You have all stars actually participating in the Sam Dunk contest. Were there any all stars at all in the Sam Dunk contest? No, negative. No. So, <laughs> so, so, what, what, what exactly are you? Because to me, I always look at it also as Saturday as showcasing the young talent, like the rising stars, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for him, but you showcase Matt McClung. Okay, see, I, 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 I see P's not a fan of the gun contest anymore. Um, scratch that. Um, what do you guys think of the new all star f- format as far as choosing teams that they're going to go to tonight? Um, Love it. Love it. It's going to be live, right? Yes. yes. Love it. Uh, Hold back school. to street old school days, street ball. You get some hurt feelings. Hurt feelings, not on the court. I mean, before the court, with just being fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I look forward. And this is the mean streak in me. Who's going to take the Rudy Gobert Award to get picked last? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that. I, I wow. Say what you want. I, 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 yeah, Somebody I'm going to see who pick last. last. Right? Somebody has to pick last. So it's almost like you're looking at him like, oh, you shouldn't be here, bro. Yeah. Who do you think is going to get picked last this year? Uh, I, I don't want to. Uh, damn. I guess I'm going to be mean. I need to be mean all the way. Uh, yeah, man. Say with who, your chest. Who are the reserves? Like, who do, who got on Julius after Randall. somebody got hurt? Hmm? Julius Randle. 
Randall could get he, that. He could get that. Brunson got on right. too, right? Did Brunson get on? Brunson. Nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I think Randall's a real good. Has a really good chance of being last. <laughs> See, I, mean, I, I like Randall for last, yeah. I'm thinking like that myself. If I'm, if I'm at the park, I'm looking at all these dudes. Yeah, I might pick a couple before I pick Randall. Um, I think, yeah. Good defense is always – you can always pick on good defense, yeah. Now, Halliburton could get picked last. Personally, I'm picking him before Randall. I think Randall's going to get picked last. Because <laughs> I'm picking De'Aaron Fox. I'm picking De'Aaron Fox. Uh, ooh, it's, it might be between Sabonis and Randall. No, you think yeah. it's Sabonis start? It's Sabonis starting? No. Oh yeah, so yeah. Be, I, I, I think it might be Sabonis yeah. or Randall. Yeah, I think it's gonna be picked before Randall. Oh, Mark, marketing. Oh yeah, marketing. oh he's gonna pick way before Randall, I believe. Uh, <laughs> he's better. Yo, he's yeah, he's he should be picked before Randall. Marketing, yeah. Sub- marketing, Sabonis, and Randall. I think those. Marketing is going to be most improved player. Uh, possibly, yeah. Well, he's he's good. He's he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, I'm is. not saying I'm not I'm not saying Randall's not a good player. I'm just saying he's not. He's not. Some, <laughs> somebody's going to have to get picked last. So this is having a good year. Yeah. Hey guys, let us know what you you think. Who do you think is going to be the last pick in uh, of the All Star game tonight? Um, <laughs> We're, we're picking Julius Randle. At least me and P are picking Julius Randle. Who you got, Hill? Uh, I'm going to go with Halliburton. P, uh, Hill got Halliburton. It's, it's on the record right now. So hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Um, <laughs> hit, a, uh, hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, and you can email us directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, we gotta send a, a big rest in peace, rest in power. Shout out to Mr. Plug Two of Daylight Soul. Um just wanted to talk about where Daylight Soul ranks in our all-time hip-hop group you know where, where do we rank daylight soul in their contribution to hip-hop i got them as a, a, a top 10 group of all time i i think um you have to put them in that category because of their contribution especially early on um yeah i i, I think especially with their connections, you know, and so much stuff that they were involved with, with so many influential artists that still are performing today, you know, um, from Busta Rhymes to Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, you know, they, they're all, De La Soul was connected with all that movement, you know, and all those great groups and, 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 and artists. Um, and they made great music. At least initially, I thought. P, talk to me. Talk to me, P. Look at that guy down below. I got down below making faces. They are, they're talking. Now, first of all, I'll say rest in peace, man. Plug tool. Growing up, big daylight. Disrespectful. 
No, nah, big De La Soul nah, fan, nah, big, 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 big Native Tongue fan. I, I was, you know, I, I try to keep it real, as the kids say. Um, I think they're, I think they're the bottom half of the top ten. Um, I, I was, That's I was going in my mind. I'm thinking, you know, not in order. I'm just thinking groups: Mob Deep, EPMD, uh-huh. Tribe Called Quest. Um, for me, Smith and Wesson, and also Wild Card. Um, Wu Tang Clan. Um, we'll do Black then, Moon and say the whole group. So Smith and Wesson, not everybody underneath Black Moon. Yeah, and I rather say Black Moon than Smith and Wesson because I felt I feel like Smith and Wesson they could be considered, but they don't have enough material out there. Cool no, album, you know what I mean? No, I I I came prepared. I understand the statement. I just thought Smith and Wesson was better. And I know Black Moon's more popular. <laughs> and it, without Black Moon, Smith and Wesson probably wouldn't even been in the game. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I like the the Shining. I love the album. Um, Gangstar. Oh. Um. So, I I I think they're they're in that probably yeah. I'll just say they're in the bottom half of the top ten. You know. Creeping closer to five than we think, though, right? Um, five yeah. But I, I'll be honest. I wasn't Seven sure they were. I wasn't sure they were top ten. To be honest, I was going to say friend on the fringe of being in the top ten, but I honestly think they're a top ten group of all time. Yeah, I think um, when you look at their their music, um, their impact on the culture, on so many different levels, you know, not just you know music, but hey even fashion and, you know, um, that whole style of movement that was um, started with the native tongue and whatnot, and then evolved to the backpack movement, for lack of a better term, and whatnot. So, um, yes, I think it's easy top 10. I give a lot of sentimental value because I fell in love with Three Fit High Rise, and so that's clearly why I have them in my top 10. But... That other side of my shoulder is that red guy. So I'm going to put a few names just to give you a little thought of they got Constellation Prize. Just let me know if you think that they were better than them. Just let me know. Hmm. Are they better than the lock? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, no. Only reason why I say that is what you would call it? Everybody got a room, but lock has Chinese shoes. Suit time. I don't. Okay. They have but, a Chinese suit time. Yeah, but, but that's but that's money. That's money, power, and respect. But okay. That's a no for yeah. you. Peter. I, yeah, I, I got the locks on that one. Okay. With, all due, with all due respect. Were they better than brand new beers? Yeah. That's a no for me as well. <laughs> and I like again. I got the top ten. No, correct. Now I gotta go with Brand New Vince. Okay, that's two. I had to tally two for you, Mocha. All right. Shout out to New Rochelle, man. Okay. Uh, it, you, you think they were better in Onyx? Yes, correct. Yes. Okay. Were they better in the Fujis? Yes. Cypress Hill. Nah, nah, they weren't better than the Fujis. Oh, that's <laughs> one for you, then, Mocha. Okay. <laughs> were they better than BDP? I don't consider them a group. Okay. I don't consider Vita Fair group. I don't. They better than Run DMC? No. No. They better than Salt and Pepper? Yes. Yeah. Love, love Salt and Pepper. Hmm? Roots? Yes. Roots? Bone yes. Thugs? Oh, push yes. for, for me. Roots. 
Uh, bone thugs. I got yeah. some better than bone thugs in the roots. Yeah. NWA. Yes, yeah. I'll take the last song. Ghetto Boys. Yeah, mm. I'll take the last no. song. No, no, no. I'll, I'll take the last I'm good. <laughs> All right, those were some of the constellations in which I found them on the outside looking in of top ten. If I was going to go on the on the other shoulder, but since I'm in a good mood, I got them in the lower version of my top ten. Put it that way. So rest in no. peace. But if they weren't on some people's top 10, I would understand it. Just to be yeah. fair, I got to be fair on this. If they didn't make people's top 10, I understood why. Yeah. And I, I see you. I, I, I see you brought the pencil out. You did your due diligence, you know, because <laughs> no, the, the locks and brand newbians, I completely overlooked that. I completely overlooked the locks and brand That will have them on the outside looking at. They might be like nine to 10 at that point. Nine to 10. Okay. Yeah. They might still still be in, but yeah, like you say, when you, originally I had them close to the five, like you said, mm -hmm. but they're definitely close to the ten now after oh. after the locks of Brando. Yeah, shout out the plug too, man. I yeah. mean, I remember where I was when those albums was. Stakes is high too. Stakes is high. I mean, for God's, they did Buddy. Like that's just you know that comes mm -hmm. on. You still you still you still just get this nostalgia yeah. when it comes on today. It's so and, 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 I, I think that was like. It's so easy. Had a little gas face vibe to it. Got into a little heat with um, mm -hmm. one of their videos. I remember Stakes is how they took a little shot too on one of their videos. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so some controversy there too. So, but for the for the most part, I mean, really, really good career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. Um, Continue on the on the hip hop thing. Right. Billboard released their top fifty rappers of all time. Right. I kind of want to focus in on the top ten. Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully Pete Pete. Have you guys got a chance to look at the Billboard's top ten rappers of all time? Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I think Pete's putting it up on the screen for for everybody. Ah, uh, we got some graphics. Ah, looking good, Nikki. <laughs> and we start off with number ten at Nicki Minaj. Okay. Um, since we all got to see the top ten, uh, top ten rappers at, at this list, let's just talk about who we, we would keep and, and who we would take away. And Pete, if if you can. Um, I'm just going to start naming some of the top 10 rappers, or you can scroll down um, so we can see. We got Nicki Minaj at number 10. I believe Snoop Dogg is number nine, if I'm not mistaken. And then coming at number eight is Drake. Uh -huh. Then we have number seven, Lil Wayne. Okay. Then we have number six, the notorious B.I.G. Wow. Okay. Um, number five, Eminem. Number four, Tupac. Number three, Nas. Number two, Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. Number one, Jay-Z. Shout out to Hope. 
quickly. You want to call it what it is and just go 10 to 1 and see who belong, who don't? Yeah, let's do it. Let's start at number 10. Do we keep Nicki Minaj in the top 10? This is consensus basis for all of us, right? This is no. This is clearly no. This is no, but with all due respect to MC Light, Lauren Hill, uh, Queen Latifah, numerous others, I think she might be the best female rapper. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Bar for bar for bar, she might be the best female rapper, but, but I wouldn't have her in the top ten. Aaron Carter. Um, I'll probably are... give it to to Nikki just off of pay more materials out. Longevity. Cardi's giving her that work right now, though. Yeah, I'll yeah. give it to Nikki. I I give it to Nikki off the pen game. Mm. Just just off the pen game, I, I I'll go Nikki. Cardi's nasty these past couple. Yes, oof, ugly on Nikki right now. Um, but she's out though. Yeah. So Nikki is out. Yeah. Absolutely out. She's out. All right. So let's go on to number nine. Snoop Dogg. Again, um, about that pen game, he's out. <laughs> Where you got him? Uh, I got Snoop at 10, actually. I'm with you. You can't be on this list. You can't be on the top 10, and, and you got um, ghostwriters on your resume. And, and, let me be cl- and, and, and one of the ghostwriters is still is still in the top 10. I'm sorry. For yeah, one let, me be, and let me be clear. Doggy Style, classic. One of the best rap albums of all time. Let me be clear. Yeah, Snoop is one of the all-time greats, so I don't want, yeah, it's not get crazy. But I, I can't have you in the top 10 if, if you got cap ghostwriting for you. Yeah, I mean, that's his personal preference, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hill got him at number 10. Mm-hmm. I, I, gotta, I gotta respect it. Alright, so majority rules, Snoop mm-hmm. is out. So we got Nikki, Snoop out. Number 8. Canada. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a no for Hill. Uh, yeah. See where you at? No. And that's consistent. Drake is out. Okay. I think, um, and this is where I start to think that they're looking at record sales to determine this list, maybe, or maybe that's part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the only thing I can think of. Because Drake doesn't impress me as a lyricist. It doesn't. He doesn't have me saying, "Oh wow, I can't believe he he put that those words together." Or and I, I feel like I, I think he's nice actually. Okay, okay, I do. I think he's nice. I, I just don't have him in my top ten. I think I think he's top ten now. Yeah, sure. Of all time, no way. I think I think he's very talented to be fair, though. Okay. And, and I'm not saying he's not talented, but I think in order to be in the top 10, there should be songs I can point to that and say, damn, I can't believe he put that on wax. And I don't have that. There's songs that I like from Drake, of course, that are popular, you know, make my feet move. But there's... I can't think of a song where I can say, oh, shoot, I can't believe he rapped that. 
I can't even believe he put those lyrics together. You know, and I think he's more of a performer than rapper. That yeah, yep, yep. He's a hell of a performer. Like not in the top ten. No, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't have to think about it. No. <laughs> All right, number seven. Let's get to number seven. I can see why they have him there, put it that way. But he wouldn't make mine. But I can see why they have him there. Where you at with it? Um, talent, talented lyricist, but I wouldn't have him in my top ten. Right. I think I agree with that um, assessment. I think talented um, has his moments. Um, he has a couple of records that did have him say, "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's why people like you. Um, so I can understand why people would ha have him in the top 10, um, but he wouldn't be in my top 10. Mm -hmm. Number six, the notorious B.I.G. Personally, I believe that this man is too low on the top 10 list, and he would definitely be staying in my top 10 list. He'll be in my top three list. Um, and depending on the day, he might be on my top one list. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with it. P, where you at with it? Um, I know everybody has their opinion, so I have mine. When I saw him at six, I just said this list is trash. Mm. I think he's mm. the best rapper to ever do it. I think he's the best rapper to ever do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, you know what I mean. <laughs> and yeah. Hey, I mean, where you at with it? I, I I did a drive from North Carolina uh, for Thanksgiving, and that's the way I was able to judge my ability to make certain drives. Because I'm older now, and I can't drive as far as I thought I can. I put on Life After Death straight through, mm -hmm. and the kids were knocked out and my wife and I was up the entire trip. It was quick, very quick. And we were so thankful for there's certain albums in which you could just press play and it, and it just go till it's over and just marveling about the masterpiece and what it is. So for that being said, I mean, subjectivity plays a part all the time. I say that a lot. And this is what makes this list a joke. Yeah. A, a, a joke. I mean, I can't find people who have done it any better. I don't care if you invented this genre, he perfected it. I, whatever you want to say, you, the last poets, whoever you thought invented hip hop and rap, thank you for it. But this man perfected it. So for him to be six, it's a travesty. Yeah. And That's I just a Not more. Just that it's just travesty. It's just a piggyback on what he'll say. Like, you know, ready to die. It's like certified classic. Mm -hmm. I don't even play it. I don't. I don't play it, and it's it's a life album, and I don't play it. Life after death almost makes you forget Ready to Die existed. It, it's yeah. that good, and someone who grew up on Slick Rick, Kara, Slick Rick with the story, Slick Rick with the storytelling, G Rap with the storytelling, KRS with the storytelling, Kane with the flash and the punchlines, Rakim with the um with the lyricism, LL with the songs for the ladies. 
for my GI Joe heads, this is like Serpentor. They just took the best of all the past greats and made it into one person. And that's how I look at it. Like, how, what do you, you want battle rap? You want st street rap? You want storytelling? You want parties? You want songs for women? He could do it all. He did it all. Yeah. And like, I think Life After Death is just illustrates that to the, to the fullest. And I think um, when I try to co to compare it to something uh, sports equivalent, it's like a pitcher going out and pitching nothing but perfect games and then retired. Biggie yeah. didn't have ha have a, a a a ball thrown. He threw nothing but strikes. He had a perfect game. He was pitching perfect games basically. Eight. And he was just getting into his prime, just starting to learn about the music and how to really take advantage of it and leverage his talent to really move people. And like, that's that's it for me. It's like he pitched mm -hmm. a perfect game every time he went out. He didn't give you a ball at all, <laughs> you know? Or when he got on the basketball court, he never missed. Every shot he put up. I think when you open up Pulp Fiction, the, that box, I mm. think when you open up the Pulp Fiction box, it was just two things inside of it. It was Legend by Bob Marley and Life After Death. <laughs> like, that's it for me. And there's countless perfect albums. Mm -hmm. But the Pulp Fiction box opens up. It's any beautiful women you can think of, we put that in there. Mm -hmm. The legend and life after death, and 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 for that, and for that, if you're gonna give me reggae, whoever you love, what yeah, well, I don't care. It has to start. <laughs> it has to start with yeah. Bob and with with, with with that. Peter Thomas to go back. It was people before Bob. I get it. It's Bob. Right. And for me, for rap, everything before and after big, I don't care where you are, drill rap, whatever, it starts with life after death. That is, when you can say a beautiful album, when production meets lyricism perfectly, it's him. No one in any type of thing you said, it, Bone was on his album and he outdid Bone in rapping their way. Whatever way you wanted, he had it as. And, and, and that's part of the and that's part of the reason why I say, hey, he was starting to learn how to leverage his talent to the music. Like, hey, going into different styles. Like like he said, hey, he did a, a, a song with Bone and out Bone, Bone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pause. Mm -hmm. But um, what you call it? He was just starting to get into his prom, yo. And he was giving you nothing but strikes and, and perfect shots, yo. And, 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 to, and to your point, Bo, and I know we're going longer on Biggie, but I don't care. It's my favorite rapper, so I'm all right with it. Um, it's like, I know people want to go the long, say the longevity. That's kind of like, you know, the pushback on the longevity. And I'm like, well, whoever you think is better, not only give me their first two albums, give me their best two albums mm -hmm. against, against his only two, mm -hmm. and I think he'll come out on top. Yeah. And, and those albums still play good today. They're still classics today. You can listen to them both right now. Yeah. And, I think, and, yeah. And, 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 
you won't be disappointed. Yeah, true definition of a classic. Classics don't classics don't get dated. Yeah, no age. Yeah. No age. So this is what makes Billboard to me. I mean, you can put the clown face up for this list. Yeah. So you can go to number uh, number five. And, and I, <laughs> if you have time, I want to hear y'all top 10 as well. But this is a joke. But go ahead, go to five. Number five, Eminem. And, and you hate to knock M just for, for the simple fact that he's before Big. I mean, you hate to do it. You hate to do yeah. it. I could see it. I think it's a syncopation, mainly, mainly why I can I can see it for that. For me, it was the jokes and the humor again, uh, off rhyming. Talented again, like 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 Drake and Wayne. I I, I totally understand why people have them on there. He didn't make my top ten list, but yeah, it was highly talented. I don't want to take anything away from those rappers who didn't make it, but he didn't make my top ten list. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, to me, he's in the vein. I know it sounds a little weird, but as far as like lyricism, you know. Most deaf, Talib Kweli, I'll even throw Lupe Fiasco out there, which none of them would be in my top 10. So no, he wouldn't make my top 10. And see, I got M on the bottom of my top 10. Um, I got him in my top 10, which mm-hmm. McCall. I think um, for all the reasons you guys just stated, you know, mm-hmm. and also with being conscious of some of the limitations he has, you know, um, some things, we would allow Big to say that M can't say point blank period. You know, um, and how, especially with his talent as a uh, battle rapper, you know what I mean, or being able to, you know, um, jump into cyphers and whatnot um, and being quick with it, with his words and stuff like that and being conscious of the limitations that are on him, you know, and not slipping up into that. Um, yeah, I, I, I got him in my top two. Number four. Tupac. But they nailed this one. But they nailed it. <laughs> I got him at four. I, I, I haven't. P, where you at? Not in my top ten. Okay. Um, Pac is in my top ten. I, I I put him in my top ten. Definitely. You know, um, I I, I think he has more than enough material <laughs> at this point. You know, even possibly, um, and his influence on the culture. Um, I think you definitely have to put him in the top ten. All eyes on me, hell of an album. Yeah, yeah. and and, and this is from a guy that initially did wasn't a Tupac fan. Oh man, but all eyes nah, on me. Either in like, the beginning, not at all. I, I didn't like the damn album. All eyes on me. All eyes on me and Machiavelli. Yeah, like, Machiavelli like, also. Machiavelli also. Exactly. Those are some special albums, and um, what he was able to do with the Outlaws as well, um, posthumously. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hate him or love him. He put put some good music out there. For me, I thought they nailed this one at four. I I I, 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 I think I would have, have him lower. I can see why people don't. You know what I'm saying? He is it's a quiet taste with Tupac. But I, 
I couldn't muster any of this stuff. Underground, digital underground, and and, and <laughs> I don't like the early stuff whatsoever. I'm one of those on the bandwagons, I guess, after. Yeah. I feel sorry for saying that once everything, all of the bad stuff had happened. But um, all eyes on me won me over. Machiavelli won me over. Yeah. It was... I'm okay with this one. I'm okay with this one. P? Oh, yeah, not in my top 10. Just, I just think there's 10 rappers that I've heard that's better than him. So... You know, I, I like some of his songs, but I'm, I'm clearly not as big as a Tupac fan as you guys or just about anybody else we grew up with. I'm, I'm just not. All right, then let's move on to number three. And Tupac is in because me and Hill got him in, so. <laughs> I got outvoted. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Nasir Jones, man. This is, this is the only time I felt like they got it right. Yes and no. He could be <laughs> three, two, or one. And, and and I could understand that. Yeah. But um yeah, this is where I would where I have not. Uh he has stepped up his transition phase from King's disease. Everything prior to King's disease, to me, I had Nas at one. Mm. And I just said he had stepped up his game <laughs> from then to Kansas. He's made that transition. I like everything prior to it. You know what I'm saying? I, excuse me. I loved everything prior to it. I liked everything after. Mm. And that drop is why I can see where he could be at three or two. And if you didn't fault him for it, where he could be at one. Nasir Jones' career has been spectacular for me. Um, but he has had some drops and dips in throughout his career, which I can see where he can drop them. two, three, you know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. not bad. Uh, three, I'm, I'm fine with three. If you had had a one, I'd have been fine. Two, I'd have been happy. Three, I definitely could live with, you know, it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. one of those things. So I, I'm fine with this hell of a career though. Yeah, definitely. You know, I've already been on record that Big's my favorite. Um, and I made the comment, like, you know, take any two albums and put them against Big's. This is one of the guys that <laughs> it would be close. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It would be close. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He's in my top three. Like, this is as low as I would put him. Yes, agree. This is, you know, um, this is one of the things, like, dang, it's just, that's, it almost like when I, See, I'm looking at this. I'm like, wow, Big was really great. Cause I know how great Nas, how great Nas music is, and um, yeah, but yeah, definitely top three rapper of all time, in my opinion. Easily, this is as low. Like I said, this is as low as I would put him. And I think that says a lot. Um, number two, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> no. He wouldn't be in my top ten. Mm. I, I was, yeah. That's he's not. He's not even close. To be honest. <laughs> um. To be fair, the answer is no. Um. And I can't even like the others, like Drake and Wayne, and Eminem. He is the one I can't see how they could put him in the top ten. The other three, I could see it. He, I can't see. Um. 
top 10, I need to be able to recite a bar. I can't do it. I can't start with a letter if you had me pick one in Wheel of Fortune. I couldn't do it. Mm. But I, I, if you gave me 50 chances, I would have named him as the top 50 rapper, to be fair. I'm going to be honest with you. So, no, I wouldn't have him in there. I've heard the young man has talent, and I'll leave it at that. I couldn't tell you anything that he has done. My siblings tell me that he is phenomenal what he does. If phenomenal is what he does, and it would have crossed my path some way, somehow. <laughs> and it hasn't. Oh, man. So for him to be two of all time is <laughs> is 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 terrible. I mean, I have game before him. Whoa. I, I mean, game stuff has come across my path as yeah, I've listened to stuff in which I've enjoyed from game. There's nothing I ever. So you don't like be humble or? <laughs> no, it's not about that. I don't know what be humble is. Unless you're telling me to be humble because I'm being too cocky or something, then, then yeah, I should be humble. But I've never heard anything from, I've never heard a track. <laughs> and they tell me that Good Kid, Mad City is probably one of the best. You have to sit through. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I've never heard anything that he's he's done. That could be an indictment on me. But how could you be the second greatest of all time to me if it if haven't if it hasn't passed through everyone that that that's that that should be here? My wife doesn't know. My my kids recite some stuff from Big. No, I I I haven't heard anything from it. P, where you at with Kendrick Lamar? Should he be in the uh, top ten? No, um, yeah, no, and I, I think this might just I I don't want to use the generation thing as a scapegoat because I've heard his music. I just don't think he's top ten. You know what I mean? Unlike Hill, like I I've heard it. I gave it a chance, and it's sad. Like is. He's number two all time. I'm not sure if he's number two now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is is he better than J. Cole and Drake? I think he I think he is, yo. No, to, to, see, my, yes, see, my thing is, none of them should be in the top 10. Not in, not in my opinion. Yeah, oh, and, and, and I agree with you guys as far as, um, I don't think Kendrick Lamar is in the top 10 yet. I think for me, he's top ten legit. He's just outside the top ten for me. Of all time? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No, but I mean, obviously, he's not. He's not alone. But yeah, not at uh, all. He's uh, I mean, actually, on this podcast, you are very alone. But you know, according <laughs> to Billboard, <laughs> you're on the money. Yeah. I... Well, well, that's two of us. He doesn't make it. That's me and Pete. He doesn't make it. No, yeah, he no. doesn't make the top ten. Yeah, he doesn't no. make the top ten. And number one, Mr. J. Ho, Jay Z, Brooklyn's finest. Was hiding number one. Was hiding number one. Hey, um, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with this. Um, everything with Jay is to me is timing. I don't care. It's by default, he just had perfect timing throughout his career. Hmm. Yeah, 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 I take it as is. It's just been perfect timing. He's a perfect rapper who's had perfect timing, and those mesh, I can see why he's won. Jay is phenomenal. Phenomenal. 
big passing. <laughs> Nas going through stuff, which he had to help with. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if Jay-Z is that shine if Big is still here. But Big wasn't. And he took advantage of it to the fullest extent. And I think Jay-Z has a right to be <laughs> at number one for that. Because having a success having a success and having a window and taking advantage of that window and pushing through it takes a lot. You know what I mean? So this is one who didn't waste a bit of his potential. And I think Jay-Z being number one is well garnered to have it. But I have a fun asterisk next to it. Not not a disrespectful one, but a fun asterisk next to it. And it's and it's big. Mm. And it's Nas. So um if he was one, two, or three, same way, um, I would totally understand. You know what I mean? Um, I think our list is more interesting. We got through this list, which makes me want to throw up. Um but hell, our list might make other people want to want to throw up. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I rappers, I, I tend to have an East Coast bias, which I thought they coming from, and I think they put more into it. And I, and I think I hate for me to say that, and it's not fair, but I, I really feel hip hop on the East. I, I I don't know what to say. I do have some West Coast rappers in my top ten, but. I just think for some odd reason it was done at its highest level here. So without further ado, y'all want to go to your top 10. Why don't you hit us with yours? It seemed like you ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stay with your turn, bro. For one, I got big. I got big. Two, I got Nas. Three, I got Hove. Four, I got Pac. Five, I got Kiss. Six, I got Ghost. Seven, I got Styles. Eight, I got Face. Nine, I got Ray. Ten, I got Snoop. Constellation prizes went to Sean Price, Pun, and Fabulous. So it's heavy East Coast bias, rappers. That would be my top 10. I can live with that as is. It's not from the feminists and the West Coast. I don't have any females in my top 10. And um, I have uh, what, two, what, three West Coast guys. Well, two, really, because Pac's from... MC New York. So I got Face and... Snoop. Face and Snoop. Pete. Uh, yeah, of course, I got big one. Nas and Jay, you could flip flop. When I heard King Disease, I had Nas at two. When I heard Ho's first song, God's God Did, I had him number two. So I guess just for this purpose, I'll say Jay Z two, Nas three. Um, gets interesting now. Oof, I'll probably put KRS four, mm-hmm. Kiss five. Just because he's my favorite rapper growing up, Kane probably six. Um, damn, go seven. Fab eight. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's 
look Rick nine. They probably G rap ten. I like that. Like you know what I mean. I, I'm I'm more of an '88 guy, '88 early '90s guy, but that's my top ten. And um, I think it's like probably all New York rappers. Did I? Yeah. So it is what it is. It's where I'm from. It's what I like. I think um, for me, it would be Biggie, Jay Z, Nas. That's my top three. Pac would be four. Rakim, five, Kara, one, six. Um, I know y'all, y'all ain't gonna like this one. Uh, most death, seven. Yeah, you're right. Eminem, <laughs> eight. That's Rick, Rick, <laughs> nine. And I couldn't decide. Um, Andre two thousand or, or or Big Boy. For my number 10 spot. Either one, it's your list, bro. Either one. Either one. I don't think it matters. Now, it's interesting because I, I, I'm not the biggest outcast fan in the world, but people usually tend to favor Andre 3000. It's like a Q-tip Fife Dog situation. Yeah, so. and, and, and I can understand that, it, but there are some times where I favor Big Boy over him. Absolutely. No, no, it, it, no it, I'm not saying one it, is better than the other. I'm just saying most yeah. people uh, give give the nod to Andre 3000. If you think Big Boy is better, nah, I'm not here to argue with you. Got it. And Outcast <laughs> one of my favorite groups. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got them. But they're one of my at least top 10 groups of all time. Yeah, yeah they have they're to not be in that. They're not in my top two. We did that early. You know, you know, being up here in New York, you know, I was one pushing pushing some of that outcast music up here early. Now, I like mm-hmm. Southern um shout yeah, to Omi. It. South Southern yeah. players of California. A criminal criminal is a classic, yo. A criminal is a classic. Yeah, fire. Absolutely a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. You can play that straight through. Maybe two or off, but I, I think I think they had a couple of good albums. I I wouldn't go as far as classic personally, but you know that equipment album was a classic. Yeah. The locks of the south. Yeah. The way they go back and forth, you don't think so? Locks I, of the south. <laughs> I'm just not. I just. I was. Yeah, they're okay. I'm just. I'm just. Hey guys, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. Who be your top ten rappers of all time? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification for the next video. Also, don't forget to subscribe wherever you, you receive your podcast, or you can email us directly at we need a fifth at gmail dot com. Um, I want to go back to basketball a, a minute, fellas. I, I know we've been on the hip hop um conversation for a minute, and it's come up because you, you read I'm re- reading stories or hearing about stories about players, current NBA players, being sensitive about criticism they're receiving from ex-NBA players, you know, um, in particular players like um, Kendrick Perkins um, or uh, Jay Williams or um, 
Charles Barkley and 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 and, and Shaq and, and them when they with when, when they're being critical. And I know off the air we were talking about should ex NBA players be in a position to criticize current NBA players. <laughs> Well, I, I think it depends on what your definition of crit- criticism, because they are analysts. So I think mm-hmm. probably in most analysts' minds, they don't think they're criticizing, because I think criticizing has like a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's, it's so many variables. It's it's who's it's who's saying it, what they're saying it, who they're saying it about. What what topic is it? Like, okay, you're saying. I, I'll never win a championship. Well, have you won a championship? It, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's so many different variables. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're an NBA player, you kind of got to like, you got to be like white, got to look at it, listen to it like it's white noise. You got to just ignore it. You know what I mean? Oh, stop it. Love it. Um, from a civilian standpoint, I think everything's open for criticism. Mm-hmm. I think it's I have no problem with whoever's doing it. That'd be us, bloggers, Color commentary, analysts, fine. NBA players who do who did it, and they switched over to that medium. Yes, I have one stipulation: if it exceeded your limitations, you shouldn't be able to make a criticism. Period. Period. That's that, that's kind of fair. You yeah. couldn't do it, and you're upset that another player who has the capability of doing it, but not on a a normal basis. I have a major problem with it. So for Clay Thompson to miss a shot, an ex-NBA player who averaged four points should say Clay should have made that shot and you wouldn't attempt that shot? Yeah, no, that's no, no. I have a problem with that big time. I don't think they should be able to say that at all. So, so, hell, you look, hell, just to put an example, I'll name names. So we're looking at like back in the day, like that Tim Legler, Tracy McGrady thing. Correct. But T-Mac is looking at Tim Legler like, what? How, how could you, you know, okay, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, uh, I, I, you know, guys like that, if they criticize them, okay, they play, they led their team to championships, what have you. Tim Lager, you're a bench player. Like, I was better right. than you in high school, pretty much. Right. Um, so, I, I could understand from a player's perspective, looking at it like that, like, who are you, in the words of T-Mac, who's Tim Lager? Who are you to criticize me? Correct. I've accomplished yeah. more than you. Therefore, I probably, like, I know more, I have more, a higher basketball IQ than you. So I, I get it. But at the same time, you know, people got to do their jobs. Like, if you missed a shot, you missed a shot. If you made a bad pass, you made a bad pass. You know, you don't, you don't have to be an all-NBA player to say someone made a bad pass. You know what I mean? So, like I said, it's it's, it's so many variables. Slippery slope, right? And I and I, I res I respect I, I I respect that. But for me, is they have to do their job. But but when it comes to that moment, let someone else do it. And I know it's pretty mm-hmm. much like, well, hell, how would they be doing their jobs? And if they if they're they're paid for their opinion, then I would say. Uh-huh. That these people should vet out better people to be to be given their opinion, someone that I can respect. Because if you're going to tell me that I don't see Dame Lillard, if you're going to have, I'm sorry, if you're going to have Greg Grant doing 
play-by-play. And he says, well, that's to me, that's what's going to set aside Greg Grant for being as great as Steph Curry. Then I'm turning my TV off. Why should I take your expertise as someone who barely cracked the New York Knicks rotation? Forget starting the Knicks rotation. And tell me that a great player like Dame Lillard, who is just management tied by the way that they, you know, put teams together, and Dame Lillard isn't as great or as great as, uh, you know, a contemporary like Steph Curry. So, no, I wouldn't want to hear it for someone who is just less that I can't relate to that way. So that's where I come from. And I totally, well, I see people say, well, then you probably won't be having too many people besides the greats do commentary and nine times out of 10, they're not great at it. Well, mm. leave it to civilians to do it. I, I just feel better than having, just give me Bream and Marv Albert for all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> humble people like, because if you're humble and you're doing it, mm. Reggie Miller fights for people. You know what I'm saying? Reggie Miller fights for the, the, the quiet. Reggie Miller does a great job. Grant Hill does, to me, a, a great job. These people are really humble in what they do. But when you have a couple people on there who actually get to give their opinion on certain networks and are paid to do it. It's it's frustrating. It really is. Yeah, because like you said, I like when you say bring up good players, Reggie Miller and Grant Hill, they have credibility, but at the same time, I think they're respectful mm-hmm. when, when when they do criticize or analyze, whatever, however you want to call it, they're respectful in doing it, where the players don't feel attacked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they can mm-hmm. relate. Like Reggie Miller, as we know, is a clutch player, but he can relate to old missing the game winner. And it means so he's not going to he's not going to kill a player for for doing that. Or I'm sure Grant Hill and Reggie Miller had turnovers down the stretch. Everybody has. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they can relate more. Whereas a lesser player might just say, "Oh, you're supposed to get it done." Well, you never got it done. Right. You never been you you never been in that situation to succeed or fail because the ball would never be in your hands. So yeah. It, yeah, so I, I do agree. I, I, I'd rather hear it from Shaq Barkley and Kenny Smith. I know Kenny was like an all-world player, but he was a championship player than guys who went to journalism school. And, right. You know what I mean? Or, or even people like, or people who were like the 12th man on the bench. There's a difference. It's just a respect level of me listening to them. Because I know you don't know what's going on. You never did it, you know. And I want to mention this to your point, um, to both of your points in regards to the comparison between like Reggie Miller and, and Grant Hill, and even Jamal Crawford and um, does a good job, uh, and Kendrick Perkins and uh, Jay Williams. I think like Kendrick Perkins, let's, let's use that for example. I think he's put in a, a different position than those guys because I think. I don't think you're asking Reggie Miller or Grant Hill what they think Kevin Durant's legacy is going to be after leaving Brooklyn. But you're asking that of Kendrick Perkins. You know, I think what Grant Hill and Reggie Miller get the, the benefit of is that they're just answering basketball questions. They're talking about basketball stuff. They're keeping it strictly basketball. They're not asking about leadership potential or hey this guy's potential to lead a team or whatnot they're just talking about hey their performance on the court nine times out of ten then that goes back to my point with then they're not doing the vetting correctly then 
And that's mm. who you're gonna have to ask then. Mm. Don't ask someone that you're gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? Like ask right. someone where it's, it's credible. Right, so instead of asking Kendrick Perkins about Kevin Durant's leadership, you should ask Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett. or even Paul, or Paul Pierce, because they were the leaders. You're asking mm. someone who wasn't a leader on this team about leadership. <laughs> not smart. No. That's, no, not devil. That, that's not Kendrick's fault. He's giving the answer that he feels, but that's on someone who, who just didn't vet the person they should have been asking the right person to. You 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 ask someone who is at the bottom, their perspective is going to be totally different from someone who had who had to drive the bus. And to your and to your point, Mo, you said they don't ask Reggie. They actually that's a question. They should ask Reggie Miller because he led a team yeah. for, for for nearly twenty years. And, <laughs> and, and part, part of the reason why I point that out is just to show the differences in coverages. And like, hey, you're talking about TNT versus ESPN at, at this point. You know, and ESPN sets up their, their ex-players to answer tough questions like that. And they have all the all the ESPN ex-players are Kendrick Lamar, Tim Legler and Kendrick Kirkins are, are the, like the highest, you know, awarded. Jalen Rose, players. but I mean, Jalen Rose is the one that they, they should ask, I guess, the most stuff out of, out of all of them. Right. Jalen Rose is the most success out of all of them. Because to be fair, the, I mean, question's, yeah. the question's really not that tough. You just asked it the wrong person. Right. Like, to Reggie Miller, the question's not tough. To Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, the question's not that tough. Because they did it. Hey, guys, let us know what you guys think. Do you think um, former NBA players should be critical or should be commentating on current NBA players? Hit us up on, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you receive your podcast. And you can hit us up directly at weneedthefifth at gmail.com. Fellas, um, Will Smith is about to release or working on two big projects. P, I know you're going to be happy for one of them. It's I Am Legend 2 is coming out. And he's in production with Martin Lawrence for Bad Boys 4. <laughs> um, is this going to be the real test for Will Smith as far as his capacity to draw in the audience after the Chris Rock incident? Absolutely. These are two, what in his prime would be two blockbusters. Mm. Um, and you already have a built-in audience because these are all sequels or, you know, franchises, I should say. So, you know, if, if you know, I wish him the best, wish everybody the best, but if these two movies, if these two movies flop, then obviously he's not as uh, marketable as he once was. Phil, where are you at? Um, just because the premise of the movies, like you said, I'm part of the franchise, so it's a good chance I'm going to see both and be happy to see both. Um, probably more disappointed that he's probably going to be working with Martin Lawrence, but he's going to be working with Michael B. Jordan. I am legend. So that movie's probably going to bomb. Um, I, I am legend from that's when I love the first one. 
Terrible movie, y'all. Yeah. Terrible yeah, me, movie. I really, Mimo, me, Mimo spoke off air about this the other day. I'm with you, Hill. I, I thought it was a dope I, movie. I, 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 a lot. I loved it a lot. Like, One of my favorites. And, 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 and I think part of it, and, and P alluded to this part of what I was talking to him about um, the other day, is that, hey, I read the book. And for me, the movie was such a letdown. They dumbed it down for the audiences. And they removed all the possibilities of a part two if they stick to the theatrical cut of the movie. They're going to go with the director's cut of the movie as far as how they, they're explaining there's a part two uh, to it. And the director's cut kind of lent itself more to the book, per se. And because I felt the I Am Legend movie was good if you just wanted jump scares and stuff like that. And I felt that the original story provided you not only with jump scares, but provided you with deeper scare, deeper fears to be worried about, especially as a human being. You know, and asks deeper questions than the theatrical version of that movie acts. And I think, like I said, they really dumbed it down. And and for me, it was disappointing because I Am Legend is a short story to begin with. It's less than two hundred pages, like two, I think two fifty at the most. So it's like you didn't have a whole like a, a, a encyclopedia that you had to shrink down into two, two hours. You had something manageable that you could fit in the two hour um, limitations they put that movie under. And you could have gotten something that was so much, that could have been so much more impactful, I felt. And I think they missed that moment. And them doing I Am Legend 2 for me is like, you already missed that window. And now you're going to have to backtrack and kind of backtrack the story to where it should have been with, with, where you're following the book more closely instead of trying to create something new for the movie theaters. For me, that's why it was such a disappointing movie. It's like, they missed the opportunity. You're not even going to go see it. I, because my thing is, in order for them to make an I Am Legend 2 make sense, they should have done what I would have wanted them to do with the first movie. So you're out. And, 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 and yeah. You're out. Yeah. The P, you're out on Bad Boys. You know what? I probably, no. I'm, I'm going to see it. Going in, knowing I'm not going to like it, but I, I'm a Martin Lawrence, Will Smith fan. I've seen the, the first three. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see this. That's how Star Wars gets me. I'm a sucker for the franchises. I'm looking for the franchise. And, 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 you know, to be full transparency, I, I mean, I don't like bad boys. I, I really don't. I'm just there for the franchise. I, I, don't, I don't like bad boys one, two, or three. I, I, I never did. Wow. wow. I just like the fact that they put together and, and, and work together. It, both, all three are complete boys to me. All of them. Wow. So, but I support both. So I, I'll, I'll be there for four. Like I said, I'm a franchisee with them. So I'm going to watch it. And I'll probably feel indifferent just like I did for, for the rest. They, they just don't move me. Um, I like, but for I Am Legend, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there for that. And I'm, I, again, it's just something with me. Michael B. Jordan's acting. I just, I, I, I just don't like it. So 
I'll, I have to go over that bias and hopefully get one over that way. So we'll, we'll see, you know. Okay. Um, wow. What's on the radar, fellas? Uh, but Giannis and LeBron picking the teams, old school style, playground, street ball, near for that. Don't look up for Julius Randle, as we talked about earlier, but we'll see. <laughs> Yo, what's on the radar, man? Uh, getting ready for March Madness coming up, so it's time for college basketball. So that, looking forward to that. Okay. I, I'm with P. I, I All-star game, um, the new street ball selection, that's what I'm calling it. New street ball selection rules. I'm there for that. I want to see Julius Randle get picked last. No, no Steph. I'm there, for that. I'm there for that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Steph. I don't think Steph playing. So who do you no. think is going to be the first pick? Ooh, good question. Excellent question. No KD. No KD. No, KD, no uh, Steph. Embiid's not even a starter. Uh, it could be. Okay. Ja. Tatum. Joker. Luca. I, I, I think it might be. It, it could be all three of them. Tatum, Jar, Tatum, Ja, Luca, or Joker. Because <laughs> after KD and Steph, it gets kind of, eh, I don't know where you want to go. But it's probably four or five guys. That's, you know, that's part of it. That'll be interesting. And, and the stipulations are you have to pick from the first, the top 10, right? Yeah, I think you have to pick the starters first, or you have to pick through that pool first. Um. The starters pool and then the reserves. I believe this is the first time, so I don't want to even act like I know exactly what's going to be going on. But if it's that way, that first reserve pick got to be Dame Dollar, right? Because we got to be Dollar. Hold on, out. My mic is out. It can't be. We hear you. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm using just the phone. I can't hear. I can't hear myself. Like. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, uh, oh hell, hell, we will talk next show. You you're into the college basketball? I just, I just saw the big man for Purdue. I, I think, I think the kid could play, but we'll get into that later. March Madness is going to be madness. It's going to be fun.